Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, I'm of the age that anything post-1990s, I become a grumpy old git and come out with statements like, they don't make songs like that like they used to, although there may be some little diamonds in there. It's time to find out our favourite number ones of the noughties. Now here is our best-selling top ten songs of the noughties. Oh, there we go. Right, I'll make sure that starts. At number ten... It was Poker Face, Lady Gaga, 2009, 1.2 million sales. Number nine, Can't Get You Out of My Head, Kylie, 2001, 1.21 million. Move that over. Uh, Number eight, Chasing Cars, Snow Patrol, 2006, also 1.21 million. It's not that one, it's that one. Oh God, no, it's not that one. <laughs> oh Lordy, Lordy. <laughs> and number seven, it was Hallelujah, Alexandra Burke, 2008, 1.33 million. Number six, Unchained Melody, Gareth Gates, 2002, 1.35 billion. Million, sorry. <laughs> it's good, it's good. We're still there, we're still getting on. Uh, number five, Is This the Way to Amarillo? Tony Christie featuring Peter Kay, 2005, 1.37 million. Nice, thank you, Faye. Uh, number four, Sex on Fire, Kings of Leon, 2008, 1.41 million. Number three, It Wasn't Me, Shaggy, featuring Rick Rock, 2001, 1.45 million. It wasn't me. Thank you. And number two, I Got a Feeling, Black Eyed Peas, 2009, 1.5 million. That tonight's gonna be a good night. And the best-selling song of the noughties was Anything Is Possible, Evergreen, by Will Young, 2002, 1.8 million. Oh dear, we got there. (laughs) 
So, ladies and gentlemen, we're back doing the number ones again, so it's a little bit different. But, ladies and gentlemen, joining us, the crisp entrepreneur expert, the lady that doesn't have a face for radio. Let me put it on that, and that's a compliment. Faye Hatcher is with us. Welcome, Yay. Faye. Thank oh, you for an introduction. What an introduction. I mean, I balls it up as much as I could. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't think it could get any more difficult than choosing my top 10 crisps. And then this happened. And then this happened. What? I've been tinkering away on my list. Like like up until the last five minutes, like before we started recording. Really? Yeah. Like really difficult, really difficult. And thanks for your suggestions on Twitter as well. Yes. All the people that follow us. Indeed. um, And yeah, and it's like, oh, how could I forget that one? I mean, I did use the internet for some help as well, obviously, because I can't, even though I, you know, play music quite a lot at work, I can't remember what made number one during the <laughs> during the noughties. As much as I said in my um, intro that, like, post-1990s songs of the 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, I'm lost. But when I looked at what was number one in the 2000s, I was actually surprised at how many good songs there were. yeah. So yeah. it was, uh, but I mean, we we had this planned a few months ago, didn't we? And we we sort of things happened and we didn't sort of do it. So I had my top, t- not my top ten, but I had my ten songs chosen. But when I look back again, I did choose. I had, I changed a few because when yeah. I look back, I thought, oh, actually, no, that one's a lot better. So I think music is always subjective and how you feel doesn't it yeah how you feel and i i was really surprised you know starting off in the 2000s then then ending up obviously 2009 how different the music was starting you know the new millennium yeah and where we ended up and the different genres we went through in in just nine years it's incredible 10 years sorry um Mm. but yeah yeah and like you say, it's so subjective how you're feeling and everything. But I, some of the years I found really, really difficult. Um, one year in particular wasn't that great. I thought for number one, so it was 2002, and we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah. Um, but then 2009, that's really difficult, and I still haven't decided what my number one is. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, my number one, one th- number one. The one thing we're doing this particular this particular way, you've only got a certain choice. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, like, I had to change my 2001 one because of what's happened, in what I did in the 1990s number ones. And again, we'll get to that in a minute. But I found it really weird because it was sort of like the 2000s were like the end of things like Oasis. And it was the start of like Pop Idol, X Factor, where they just absolutely controlled the charts. Yes. Whoever won it seemed to get Christmas number one or definitely got a number one, whether it was Christmas or... Or whatever, but it's um, yeah. I was I, 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 whether we do this for the two thousand and tens. I don't know because I don't think there's many songs I would know that was number one. I'm, I just don't think because you're so old. I am. What I used mean? to collect. I used to collect like the now that's what I call music albums. And then when it got to like ninety something, and I look, and there wasn't a single song I recognised on the album. <laughs> you're such an old fart. <laughs> really old old, this but, is it. But you're such a you're such a young whippersnapper, you see. So you you know all these songs. It's your job to play them, isn't it? That's the yeah, thing. it is. It is. But um, I'm going to throw in a bit of a wild card tonight because um, I I take stuff like this really seriously. And so you should, just like crisps. Um, yeah, just like crisps. And 
so been researching the last few nights and my husband's been watching me going what a waste of time um I could have this list for you done in two minutes and he's very competitive competitive about most things I was like what are you going on about this is really difficult you know it's music so subjective and I, I want to go back to that time what was I doing you yeah. know where was I working? Who was I dating? How was I feeling? And he's like, he's got this. Um, so if you heard of AI technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the AI chat for, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, you use it for pretty much everything now, writing yeah. CVs, your essays, whatever. And he punched in um, most popular number one hits during the noughties. And yeah. within like seconds, this um, list was compiled. <laughs> and so he's going to be our sort of sort of silent partner tonight my ai husband if you want that thrown in as well it might be quite interesting to see what a computer has generated from you know just scouring the internet so Um, just out of interest then was any of the ais like from 2000 to 2009 the same as any of yours yes there you go. I wonder if they're yeah. the same as mine. I wonder. Well, I, this is it. Who I don't know what your choices oh, are. This is going to be interesting. Mm. So let me just, on my bit of paper here, let me put a little column for AI. Yeah. Thanks to Faye. There you go. Yeah. Your AI you, husband. You call him something? Alan. Alan uh, Ian. Alan Ian. Alan Ian. Yeah. So we'll call him Alan Ian. <laughs> Alan Ian. Never, you know, always be wary of someone that's got two first names as as both their names, Alan, Ian. Right then, let's kick off then, Faye, with your number one of 2000. Okay, well, the clear winner was All Saints and Pure Shores. I thought that was going to be yours, you know. I don't know why. I don't know why. So, I mean, there was some really strong contenders in this year. So Eminem, the real Slim Shady, obviously Bob the Builder, Can We Fix It? Um, I really loved um, Mel C's Never Be the Same Again as well. Yeah. Lisa, Left Eye Lopez. But there's something about All Saints, Pure Shores, reminds me of, you know, the millennium. Everybody was reading The Beach, which they then adapted into the film Leonardo DiCaprio That's right. had all saints up on my wall at university um in the kitchen I remember them well I wanted to be the fifth member of all saints and why weren't you Faye why were you not did they you never miss asked the audition me. they never, they never asked, asked you me. I had the baggy chow- trousers and everything <laughs> and the little tank top. um but yeah what a great song and I heard it really recently. In fact, I saw the film um, The Beach really recently and, the, you know, it's the soundtrack to the film and it just sounds so fresh and it, it's aged really well. So, yeah, that is my choice. What about you, Pavo? Well, so the only, I think, to me, I mean, anyone that knows me would straight away say, oh, that has to be Oasis. But this is when they really were struggling, Oasis. I think they like Noel Gallagher had stopped writing all the songs, and I love Noel Gallagher as a songwriter. And I was looking at it, and I think originally, I think originally I put Rock DJ by Robbie Williams, because that's just a great, it's a banger of a tune, and yeah. it's just a great song. But then I thought back, like you, I thought back, what was I doing at that particular time, and what albums, and what was I really into? And it was you too that I was into at the time. So it was Beautiful Day is what I've chosen. Um... It's, it's, 
can't remember the name of the album that it came from. Was it Vertigo? Vertigo? No, it wasn't Vertigo. I can't remember. Not very good, are we? But it was was a great... I love you to everything that's ever... (laughs) I can't remember the name of the album. album. Um, But it's a great, great song and it's a great album that it comes from, even though I can't remember the name of the album. (laughs) I imagine it's quite a good song to belt out, you know, if you're doing karaoke that one. Uh, I think you could do that one. I've, I've done this it. one before. I used to, start, well, way back in the day, when, well, probably the early 2000s, that's when I started a gig with this one, because it's a great song to start with. Because it's one of those songs that sort of builds. So if you're in the corner of a pub somewhere, people think, oh, there's, oh, what's going on then? Oh, going I can, on, I can yeah. hear some music. Then all of a sudden it's like... It, kicks into it's a beautiful day people yeah. jesus christ what's going on <laughs> is that bono in the corner of the... no it's not it's not bono yeah, um but yeah yeah for me it's it's everything that is good about you too great chorus great lyrics and just like it's it's a it's a stadium song it's a song that's supposed to be played in like a, a wembley stadium or something with thousands of people and lights all flashing so that's mine. Right. What did Alan say? What did Alan Ian come up with? Alan Ian came up with Can We Fix It by Bob the Builder. No, he Catch- never. Yeah, seriously. A catchy and upbeat children's song that became a hit with both kids and adults. Really? With kids and adults? A hit with them? Driven by a memorable chorus and Bob's friendly vocals. I don't believe it. Is that what is that what Alan said about it? That's what Alan said about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well... <laughs> We don't agree with that, do we? But... I'm sorry, Alan, but I'm going to unplug you if you come up with something <laughs> like that again. Now, am, am I right? No, was it the 90s that was um, Mr. Blobby? Or was that yeah. the 2000s? Yeah, I think oh, it was. Because uh... I was just wondering, is he going to come up with all those kind of bloody... Anyway. Oh, I hope not. Oh, dear. Holy moly. So, yeah, so... I, I prefer your choice to... Yeah, Bob. I was going to say, it's not a good start for Alan, I must no. admit. No. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. But it's memorable, for... isn't it? And it's one of those novelty songs. And yeah, you, you do wonder, you know, will we still like in, I don't know, in the future, 10 years, 20 years time, still have novelty songs in the charts, making it to number one. See, I don't know. Cause I think it, oh, those sort of songs now, like, look at baby shark. That yeah. never, that, I don't think that was ever in the charts, was it? But look at how many, like views it's got on youtube yeah. it's like billions yeah so it yeah. doesn't it doesn't even need to go in the charts now does it to be successful i mean like yeah they have yeah. longevity these uh these novelty songs and they will just be played forever <laughs> oh, no. exactly because it's a perfect thing like if you've got like a, a a pain in the ass of a child you just sit them in front of the tv and just put baby shark on the tv and it that's it they're happy here we go <sighs> anyway okay then Faye, 2001 please well, it's got to be Kylie, Can't Get You Out of My Head, the uh, the princess of pop. Um, she had just reinvented herself, this sexy, super sexy siren, the outfits, the dance routines, and what about her? It was just brilliant, this song. Um, my friend at the time, or he's, he's still my friend, he's... Um, he was doing drag acts at the time and he would flip between Kylie, Britney and Christina Aguilera. And I think even Dusty Springfield was in there. Wow. And he had the whole Kylie outfits, you know, the sort of the white hooded gown, a little bit of cleavage there as well. Um, so this song reminds me of my great friend, Phil. Um, yeah. What about you? 
I mean, not this song reminding you about my great <laughs> Right, I, cards on the table. I've never understood why Kylie is so big. I mean, she's not because she's quite little. Quite but I mean, in regards to the fact that everyone, she seems to be like, like you said, the princess of pop. What are you saying? I know. I, I'm, I'm obviously not for the first time on these these podcasts. I'm not. I'm obviously like of a, a, a silent minority, if you like. I'm not the, the the majority in this thought. This thought because she is mega successful. But I often look at it and I think, well, how did she become like from doing Stock Aitken and Waterman songs to being someone that is sort of as like the princess of pop? I don't. I don't sort of get it. She's done some great songs, don't get me wrong. And this one, wasn't this one written by Kathy Dennis and mm. the guy that wore a dress in Mud? Oh. If you ever, I mean, you're probably too young to know the band Mud, aren't you? No, no, not at all. But I'm I'm just thinking Kathy Dennis sort of appears in my list, um, a song that she's written for another artist a bit later on. Um, but yeah, she wrote some amazing pop songs. Um, but they're yeah, the, so, and again, they're the kind of people that you don't even know that yeah, they're writing yeah. these songs. You think, oh, they had a hit back in the nineties or whatever, and you've never heard of them again. Yet they're sitting there on their piles of money because they wrote four <laughs> yes. or five hits for like Kylie and Westlife and all these people, and you never know. You've got no idea. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, think of all the royalties they're getting tonight. You know, just hearing these few bars again exactly amazing podcast well i'm not paying them so i mean i don't know who's getting who they're getting the money from <laughs> to be fair it'll just be uh copyrighted on youtube so there you go. There we go okay so this was one that i had to change uh my 2001 back in the 90s top 10s there were three top 10 uh number ones for the years i'll get this right now 93 95 and 97 that were the the number ones when my daughters were born oh and i completely forgot about 2001 because that was when my son was born so originally i can't even remember originally what i had for 2001 but i thought oh it was again robbie williams eternity and road to mandalay was can't have robbie williams for every i know you can't and i I don't mean to either i don't mean to but i had to change it because number one when my son was born was angel by shaggy featuring Ravon. (laughs) So, I mean, look, I wouldn't choose this any other reason apart from the fact that my son was born. I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i not a big Shaggy fan, uh, but there you go. This was number one when my son was born, so that's the reason that it's in my top ten. Did you have to do research in this? Did you have to remind yourself of, of some of the songs? I mean, some of them, are, you know, it's like, oh, how could I not remember this is this really famous song i mean i've you know i mean i must admit i was listening. looking at a lot of the and i thought oh my god that was number one. Oh my god yeah, that was I number know. One. there was yeah. a lot of them i didn't even realize had got to number one yeah so so that was something that um that really should, especially for i think that this year the 2000s just how many old songs that had got to number one and also like you saw that a lot of the X Factor and that were yeah. remaking also songs. Covers. Loads of covers. Loads of covers. As Absolutely well. loads. Oh, just to say, so Kylie was at number one for four weeks. And um, where is it? Shaggy. Number one for three weeks. Oh, goodness <laughs> me. I mean, it could have been, let me have a look. It could have been Lady Marmalade or Marmalade. So it could have been that if uh, 
Yeah, that was a great song. You want to know what um, Alan Ian went for? Oh, yeah, what did Alan Ian go for? Kylie as well. A timeless dance pop track that showcases Minogue's catchy vocals and upbeat energy with a memorable chorus that's hard to get out of your head. I mean, this AI has got a a personality and a sense of humour as well. He's got the patter, hasn't he? He's got everything. I might marry him. Divorce my husband, Lee. Marry Alan Ian. Alan Ian. <laughs> great. He's great at pop um, pub quizzes and pop quizzes. So, yeah, take him Well done, it. Alan Ian. Okay, that's fair enough. So give us your number. Uh, 2002 then, please, Faye. What were you going to say? <laughs> give us your number. <laughs> give us your number two. Okay, it is Eminem and Lose Yourself. Um Wow, what Eminem did to the music world around this time just completely exploded, didn't it? And lots of people getting into rap music. It's like, rap music's been around for some time. But yeah, um, just incredible. Um, You know, just artists that have um, ripped everything up, ripped the rule book up, um, changed, changed the world, changed music. Um, and gone on to influence so many people as well. Um, so Is, yeah. isn't he the record record breaking rapper where he can get as many song uh, like lyrics into a line? Like I don't know what you 50... talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we've got Eminem here, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I didn't realise. Um, um, oh, Eminem, it's so great to have you here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I think rapping is amazing. I've always been into rap music. Have uh, you? From a little girl. My first, yeah, my first album was Rap Tracks and it was it was like a compilation album. Was that Roland Rat's album, that one? Yeah, it rap. was. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was my sort of introduction to rap music. And I was only about like eight on cassette tape. I was like, this is, this is amazing. Um, but yeah. I have never, ever got into rap. And I think really? I, yeah, I've just never been able to. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I, anybody again that's listened to these podcasts knows that I'm very vanilla when it comes to my like taste in music. But I just don't and know. And crisps from and what crisps. I can remember. Yeah, those, those vanilla flavored crisps. I love them. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm just I'm just one of the sort of least exciting people ever because everything I it's always like. Every every year this year, it's Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. <laughs> Robbie Williams. <laughs> but no, I mean, look, it's a great tune. It's a great tune. Stan yeah. was the other great one. I think it was number one. Wasn't it that number one in the 2000s? I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was. Um, but yeah. Well done. Thank you. What was, <laughs> your, what was your choice then? So my choice, this is another one that I changed, um, and it's actually Kiss Kiss by Holly Valance. Ah. Or is it Valance? I can't remember um, how you say it. But I watched the video of this not long ago, and it's such a good video. Yeah, yeah. Because it was all that, was she really naked or was she not really naked? And I can't remember her being naked. Right at at the end, there's a bit at the end where there's all this fancy sort of like lighting and camera work. Bangra dancing. But it looks like she's absolutely naked. Uh And I mean, I went so, through it frame by frame to see whether she was naked or is not. That why, is that the reason why you've chosen this Yes, song? it is, yes. Just yeah, so okay. I could put the video in the video playlist Thank for the you. Patreon people. 
It's a good tune oh, now. Yeah, that's all right. Thank you. You'll all thank me later. You'll all thank me. But it is a good tune. It's got a yeah. really, it's a really good tune. Really good chorus. Nice little hook in it. Um, and yeah, she's, it's a great pop tune. And absolutely, I saw that pop up. I was like, oh yeah, but yeah. Yeah. And she she's naked in the video. So what more okay. do you want? What more uh, do you need? So Alan Ian has gone come for on. Dilemma by Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland, a timeless oh. R and B track that features Nelly's smooth flow and Kelly Rowland's powerful vocals with a relatable and emotional love story. I, I don't I, remember this. Do you? I remember this one. Yeah, I remember this one. Um just bear with me a sec. No, what was it called? Dilemma. Play it, stop playing it. I'll go. Oh, I just spelled yeah. Dilemma. There you go. Dilemma featuring um, featuring Nelly. Nelly and Kelly Rowland. Nelly and Kelly. Oh. There you go, see? That was called Dilemma. Oh. That was called Dilemma. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. There you go, see? That's a great tune. <laughs> that's a, that is a good tune. That's a very, oh, that's no. a very laid back kind of... Um, Groove, as they, as I think you call it in the business, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sticking with Eminem. I think. Oh, it feels like to me that you may be siding with Alan a little bit there. Oh, Alan! Oh, Alan! Oh, Alan! <laughs> I feel like you and Alan are sort of clicked. You're on the you're in the same groove. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll what, see. How the, um, he magics up. Okay. We roll, <laughs> roll by the years. Uh, all right then 2003 what you got then Faye 2003 wow this is the year when we've got the black eyed peas where is the love that is an amazing tune mad world which was used in the um soundtrack for the film Donnie uh, Darko Donnie Darko but I'm not going for any of those I'm going for Alton John's are you ready for love oh right purely because um, it's Alton John writing a cracking tune, you know, decades after he was really, really famous, and he's come back and it was a massive hit. And I love the amount of key changes in this song. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 and you think, hold on a minute, can't possibly keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it goes again, it goes oh, again. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready for love? Great. Yeah, that is a really good tune. And it's it, it reminds you of like early Elton John with the whole Philadelphia freedom, that kind of yes. sound to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, great tune. It's a great tune, isn't it? Makes me feel really happy whenever I play it on the radio. Yeah. It's super. So I meant to ask you, do you, do you ever get to choose any songs on the radio or is it all part of a playlist? No, it's all scheduled and it's all being tested on focus groups. Um, so, yeah, really? we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of lock like a hundred people in a room and just blast music and they have to rate it, you know. Um, so, yeah, we're not allowed to tinker with the music at all. But occasionally if somebody, you know, wants, wants a little piece of music played and we've got time, um, then we'll slip it in. But, yeah, we don't, we tend not to. What's your, what's your favourite one at the moment then? What's your favourite tune you like to spin? Um, what do I like? Um, yeah, Harry Styles' his stuff is great, isn't it? Um, anything by the weekend. Um, mm, what else? Don't know. You put me on the spot now. Sorry, 
Ask Alan. That's okay. What's, what's Alan's favourite songs? What's the Alan going for in this? What do you mean, just generally? Yeah, just generally. What's his favourite song at the moment? I don't know. I'd have to put it into the computer. <laughs> Alan's actually going for "Where Is the Love," the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, is he? A socially conscious hip hop and R and B track that features the peas uplifting lyrics and catchy chorus addressing issues of poverty war and environmental degradation i mean still very very relevant wow 20 years on but no mention of justin timberlake there look no doesn't doesn't alan like justin jt (laughs) he doesn't like him why is that what you've gone for no it isn't i've actually gone for uh queen b and um beyonce and crazy in love well i know i mean this is about as much of a banger as i think you can ever have with um beyonce um yeah i can't believe i didn't mention that actually there you go. So this is 2003. So this was number one for three weeks. Where is the, where is the love was number one for six weeks? I didn't realise it was number one for that long. I remember it being a, it, number one for a long time, yeah. Wow. What did you choose? Are you ready Elton for love? John. I'm now regretting this. That was only <laughs> number one for one week. For one week. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> but still. Yeah, but Beyonce hasn't got that amazing key change like 17 times. That is true. That is true. I mean, but that might be the difference between being at number one for four weeks and being at number one for one week. Okay. But never mind. All good tunes, though. All good tunes. Uh, Gone and Fate, you're 2004. 2004, another great year. I loved the Shapeshifters' Lola's theme. The streets dry your eyes. But I did mention the writer of this song earlier on, Kathy Dennis, wrote Toxic for Britney Spears. (gasps) Do you remember the video? Oh, you do. That wasn't that the wow. one that was on the plane? Wow. It is so catchy. It's brilliant. Um, I've heard various people cover it over the years as well, but nobody does it like Britney Spears. It's such a great pop tune. Yeah. And she was a she was an air, air hostess, wasn't she? Or some yeah. or stewardess, whatever whatever the PC yeah. term is these days. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I don't know. In the two thousands it was an air stewardess, I'm sure, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. in, in the early two thousands. Um, so what was that? So how, how many weeks is that at number one? Um, that was... Number one, only one week. Just one week. week? Yeah, but she was number one a couple of times in 2004. Yeah, this is the time when she was, like, releasing hit after hit. Indeed. Um, and looking at within a year, it is amazing how many of these artists have released, you know, three or four songs. It's like, wow, why wouldn't you just sort of spread it out at over a longer period of time but of course they're you know going for maximum sales on the albums and stuff like that it's all very tactical isn't it but indeed i think if i wrote those (laughs) that many good songs i just would try and um you know spread it out a bit longer and make the most of it but it was also a different time then wasn't it it was i mean now people just drop albums and then i don't think do they i mean they obviously still have singles but they don't have single releases as such, do they? Because any any song can get in the top 40 now if it's streamed enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a different time, isn't it? And, you know, the way that we listen to music now and it's completely changed, doesn't it? And this, I mean, it's like 20 years ago, this, but it just seems like a, just a different lifetime ago. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. But the trouble is, the 2000s to me doesn't sound like it was too far away. Mm. But it was 20 years ago. It's 20 years ago. 
It was 20 Faye. years ago. It was 20 Faye. years ago, Faye. I know. <laughs> I know. And, and it's just occurred to me tonight doing yeah. this. It it's was 20 years 20. ago. It's whenever it's everyone talks about mass. the 90s. You think the 90s was just, oh, it's just a couple of years ago. No, no that was 30 years ago that for the 90s. And it's years ridiculous. Ago. I did the maths when we were in 2003. I was like, so that was, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm glad we can laugh about it, but I mean, sometimes part of me thinks, God, wouldn't you like to go back to like the early 2000s? If everything was so much more simple then than what it is now. Oh my lord! Even you, you even a lot more simple. Uh, My 2004 was from someone who was in a boy band and then left, and. I put this as my my favourite one because it was my favourite song of the time, but I honestly couldn't remember it. So I'm glad I'm going to play a little bit now. It was Real To Me by Brian McFadden. So I think it was his only number one. Well, I think it was his only number one, but uh, it was a really good tune. Although I can't remember much about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a good tune. Yeah, it was only number one for one week. And he did a song because he oh, was yeah, going... I remember this, yeah. He was going out with Deltra Goodrum, was that her name? Yes, yeah, yeah. And they did a song together called Almost Here, I think, and it's a beautiful tune, really, mm. really good. And then he sort of now, I think, doesn't he go off and he does he tours with one of Westlife, yeah. doesn't he? Yes, that's it. And I interviewed them. I can't remember what they're called now. Um, what would it be? So Boys Life boys, or boys West life. Zone or something like that? Or... I think it's Boys Life. Um, Is that what it's called? I wasn't joking. I so. Oh, no, I feel terrible. I can't remember. But they wrote this amazing song together and it was just before um, the world knew about the new Top Gun Maverick film. And I played, I played the single on the show and um, as I was doing the interview, I said, this is... If there was ever like a Top Gun sequel, this should be on the soundtrack. And they said, that's so weird because we have said that as well and other people have said it to us. Yeah. Um, and it never got used. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> I mean, look, you at least you, you put it out there into the world and unfortunately yeah. it just spat it back at you, didn't Bit it? Bit of an anticlimax. Yeah, it was. <laughs> was not it? <laughs> Come on then. What did Alan say? What did Alan, Alan say? Said, Take me to the clouds above. Take me to the clouds above. Oh, right, by okay. LMC versus U2, a dance pop track that samples U2's classic song "With or Without You" and features upbeat vocals and a memorable chorus. Well, thank you, you Alan. I do. I, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's good, yeah. wasn't it? Let's have a little. You got uh, it there. You got take it there. Take me to the. Take me to the church. No, take me to. The clouds above, there it is. Let's have a little listen. Where is it? Oh, I haven't got it turned up, that's why. There you go. Oh, real, yeah, you can imagine a, a sweaty dance floor, can't you? Lights going mad. Yeah. DJ talking over it. Oh, I, didn't yeah, I never that thought that. we'd hear you too. No. It's sort of format, but it works, doesn't it? I didn't realise that that's um, how well I know, isn't it? That bit. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes. There you go, see? Wow, clever. What will they think of next? I don't know. What's going on? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, then. Right, we're at 2005 now, Faye. So, come on, what were you doing in 2005? Oh, I can't really remember. I think I just started working for the BBC. Um, I I did have quite a few jobs at the time, just trying to make it all work. I think I might have been working in a bar as well and the care worker and working for the BBC. Goodness I, I, me. I was just doing a couple of hours, you know, a couple of nights a week. So I needed, yeah, I needed money. <laughs> so I was paying rent as well on an expensive flat. Um, well, it seemed expensive at the time. So there was lots going on in my life. Um, and then the Arctic Monkeys hit us. Okay. And it was like, yes the guitar band still lives and the song was i bet you look good on the dance floor it was only at number one for one week but what a tune and again it's one of those tunes that has just remained so fresh it's aged well um yeah i mean this is <laughs> this is the year when crazy frog was number one here we go in <laughs> weeks and then you've got a song like this that was number one for a week um, Tony Christie and Peter Kay is the way to Amarillo. That was seven weeks. Seven, seven weeks. weeks. At number one. I know uh, Gorilla's Dare, somebody voted for that, didn't they, online? Yes. It's a great song featuring um, vocals from Sean Ryder. Mm. Um, and also the JCB song. Can you remember that one? 
Yes, I do. Ms. Loppy. Yeah. What a great tune that was. Again, yeah. a massive one-hit wonder. I never had them in my top 10 one-hit wonders. I should have done, because that was a really, really good tune. My Very um, simple. husband was doing a commercial radio show at the time, and he did a song parody. Was it a song parody, or did he? Yeah, it was a song parody, and used Ms. Loppy's, um the music. So it's a song parody. I can't remember what it was about, but um, he released it on YouTube, and it got... Millions of hits. Really? Yeah, it did. Wow. It was quite clever, my husband, you see. <laughs> Must have done. He's, I mean, he married you for a start. <laughs> Thanks, mate. That's all right. No problem. Uh, that's what you told me to say, wasn't it? I've got that written down here. Yeah. yeah that's I say he's right. quite clever. And then I see his, I mean, his AI. Alan. His, yeah, Alan. What do you And I'm like, I'm just sniggering inside. <laughs> I mean, it was a huge hit. You're Beautiful by James Blunt, a soulful ballad that features Blunt's emotive vocals and heartfelt lyrics with a memorable melody that has stood the test of time. Ah, why were you sort of sniggering at that then? I don't know. I mean, it was very chintzy, wasn't it? And trite and and all that. But I love James Blunt. I think he's, he's ace, isn't he? He loves... Taking the mickey out of himself. Absolutely, he does. Anyway, so my one for 2005 is You're Beautiful by James Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I set that one up for myself, didn't I? Oh, I actually, knickers. I can remember, because the video was very very simple, wasn't it? It was him, I think he that just sat down. Wasn't it? When he was sat down, I think he was sat down. Wasn't he sat down with like his, he took his shirt off and he's, he's got he stuff. Sat- yeah, he's got. He's you sat down, cross-legged, and then he takes his shirt off. Then I think he jumps out, to, jumps off the bridge or something to go into the water, and then comes back and sits back down again. It's very, very strange. But it's a beautiful uh, yeah. song. Okay, yeah, I'm getting. Um, I heard him explain the lyrics to the song. He said it's like but those choice um, chance meetings. You know, you could be at the tube and see somebody that you really fancy and never see them again. Mm. So I thought that was the video, but it's not. A, wasn't he sat on the beach? The I think it was a beach or something, wasn't yeah. it? Because I know that he goes off for it. Because I remember him seeing him with his hair wet or something. So he goes <laughs> off, jumps in the water, comes back, and he's like, yeah, because he's sitting there and he's taking stuff out of his pockets and just piling it up in front of him, right. then goes off and has a dip and then comes back and sings the rest of the song. Fascinating. Yeah, well, everybody on the uh, Patreon can have a look at the video on the uh, video playlist. It'll be on there. Uh, Excellent. So we had, yeah, so, oh, Alan and I, we both got one the same. Oh, yeah, there so you we, go. So we're we, on the right yeah, way. We're, we're, we're one each then on we're that one. one each. Yeah, indeed. one each. Okay. Okay, then, 2006 then, please, Faye. Oh, this is, this is really hard, actually, when you've got <laughs> songs like Chico, It's Chico Time by Chico <laughs> and Two Weeks at Number One. Um, Unbelievable. Razor Light America, that was a great tune. Good that tune. was only at number one for one week. Um, Shakira featuring Wycliffe Jean, Hipster great Lie. Tune. Great In fact, tune. that was my original choice. And then, and I didn't want to go for any covers, but it's somebody covering his own song, so that is fine. Um, and it's Mech featuring Leo Sayer, Thunder in My Heart Again. Oh, right. And it's, yeah, I love this song. It's just high energy, um, real, like, I did, you know, never really into Leo Sayer, like, ever, apart from 
Uh, what's that song? I'm feeling, feeling, dancing. Na, 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 dancing na, na, out of way. Yeah. yeah. And then I heard this and it was like, yeah, real passion and, you know, dancey and it was upbeat. Um, yeah, it sounds great. I love it. I didn't realize. Mech. Is that the name of him? Mech. Yeah, Mech featuring Leo Sayer. Yeah, I mean, it gave it gave Leo Sayer another like little bit of um, fame, didn't it? Back yeah. in the two thousands, with his with his curly bonds. Yeah, bless him. You remember him in um, Big Brother, and there was something about was it his socks or something? Oh, something. Yeah, he just that's wanted right. to walk out over socks, but yeah, calm yeah, down. I mean, are. there again, would you do something like Big Brother? Would you go into Big Brother, or would you go into I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, or something no. like that? No, it's horrible. Why not? No, I like my freedom. I like Do my you? freedom too much. Yeah, I'm quite a private person actually, um, and I need to. I, I love people. I love being in people's company, but I need to withdraw at the end of the night and just have some quiet time as well. But would you not? I mean, look for a big wad of cash. Would you not eat oh, a kangaroo's yeah, anus? Yes, I mean, you course. would, wouldn't you? Who yeah, wouldn't eat a kangaroo's anus for I don't know, thousands of pounds? Yeah, 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 of course. Well, I would, yeah. would 20, you? 20 quid. 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how fresh the anus is. I never thought I'd ever say that. <laughs> I never thought when I woke up this morning that I would be talking to a BBC radio legend saying, I don't, it depends on how fresh the anus is. Oh, dear me. Let's move on. Alan, what, what was, quick, what? let's move on. What was Alan's 2006? Uh, Crazy by Niles Barkley, oh, right. a genre-defying track that combines elements of hip-hop, R&B and soul driven by CeeLo Green's powerful vocals, mm. a catchy chorus. Um, I mean, we play this a lot at work um, and I'm sort, of, I'm sort of sick of it now, actually. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but it became, it became a bit of a TikTok meme a few yeah. months ago, didn't it, with those two girls... In the uh, like in the subway, and they were singing that first bit. Did you yeah. ever see that? No, Did you I'm ever not see... on TikTok. All oh, right, and it was, and then so many. <laughs> there were so many different people trying, and they they were singing it, and obviously knocked it out of the park, and did this weird Mariah Carey kind of bit to it, and people yeah. tried to copy it, and there were then people copying it with farting in the middle of it, and, and <laughs> there was some absolute cracking videos that are so funny but yeah, no, they, so they another, sorry. yeah sorry i'll send you them you can you can go have a look at them on video uh my 2006 this was the return of take that oh. and uh so it's not quite robbie but uh a song called patience now i was never really a fan of take that in their first go round but when they came back and it was a lot more grown up and it seemed to be more about the music rather than that they were just like pretty boys yeah that beautiful world album that this album came up come off of was like there wasn't a bad song on it and i think there's the circus after that and we went and saw them live twice i think i think we saw them once on the circus um tour and then when robbie joined them again yeah that I, was fantastic. yeah i went to see them on that tour as yeah, well because it was like it was them as a four piece to start with then robbie did a bit and then it was all of them together at Progress, when at the Progress oh, tour. It was fantastic, yeah. really, really good, good show. But this song is, I, it reminds me of Back for Good. Yes. In regards to Back for Good is a very sort of safe 
it's the, oh, I don't know what the chords are, but it's that very sort of safe chord pro- um, progression yeah, yeah. that a lot of songs are. This feels the same. It's a very safe song, but it's such a good song. They, I mean, they are my favourite boy band of all time. Right. Sorry, the Beatles. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Gary Barlow is the master of writing pop tunes, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're just lovable, lovable characters, all of them. Um, mm. Can you remember how devastated you felt when when you heard that the band was breaking up? It's I like, mean, I wasn't devastated, but I can imagine. Yeah, imagine everybody being that way. I mean, yeah, they had didn't have phone lines set up because people yeah. were so yeah so upset. It but, was uh, really, really big news at the time. Mm. Um, yeah, and paved the way for other great boy bands we've had since um hold on a minute one direction (laughs) 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 but then don't you i mean i know for myself when i was younger there were there weren't necessarily boy bands but they're always like what the top band i mean this is going back way way very early 80s adam and the ants was the first band that was like geared for like the youngsters if you like and that was what everyone every youngster sort of they loved adam and the ants yeah and it was frankie goes to hollywood then i I think i probably grew out of the fact of like saying oh my god you know they're they're my favorite band if you like but things like wham and duran duran spandau ballet new kids on the block there would always be something yeah it would be the, the the latest band i mean is it bts yeah, uh, the K-pop band. I've got. I've never heard one of their songs. I've got no idea what they do. But what about they the like, collaboration they did with um, Coldplay? Never heard it. No. Okay. No. And I've got. <laughs> no, I mean, are they, are they good? Have they got good tunes? Yeah. 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 yeah I guess so. Yeah. Um, and I've never heard a thing that they've done. They just, I mean, they're huge, aren't they? And this yeah. is it. It's uh, they've got loads of followers. But Crazy. yeah. But, um, you know, going back to, like, Take That, um, and what's the song that Howard sings? And it's uh, This Will Be Someone Else's Dream. And this is sort of... it. Never forget. This, yeah, sums up what, what I, get, I think you're trying to say. It's like, yes. until the next band and be- the next reincarnation, the next big thing, it's... You know, it's short-lived, isn't it, in the pop world? Unless you're the Rolling Stones. Or, yeah, well, yeah, this is it, but, this is it. Um, yeah. But that was always the thing that always made me, it was like, that was the song they should have finished on. Yeah. And then they went, then they did that, and then they did um, How Deep Is Your Love, didn't they? And then and then they split up. And it always seemed like they sort of went out with a whimper, whereas Never Forget, like you say, it was sort of very chest-thumping and here we go yeah. and the crowds are all singing and then yeah. they sort of seem to whimper out a little bit, but I'm glad that they came back. Yeah. Um, take that. God bless them. Yeah. Okay. Faye, 2007, please. Oh, um, well, this is the, year. so many great number one hits. So we've had Kaiser Chiefs Ruby. That was number one for one week. Mika's Grace Kelly. I mean, that was such an amazing tune five weeks at number one my first choice was going to be rihanna rihanna nan rihanna Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) it's late i've got a cup (laughs) 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 featuring jay-z and umbrella 
but changed it right at the last minute to Beyonce and Shakira, Beautiful Liar. And there's lots of reasons for this. The most amazing song video. But did you know, Pavo, Mm. this song was penned by Gloucestershire's Ian Dent, Ian Dent of EMF. Really? It won him an Ivor Novella Award. Goodness me. Spent three weeks at number one. Mind blown. I'd forgotten about this song, I have to admit. I'd completely forgotten about this song. I didn't realise that um, a Gloucestershire man. native had, yeah. had written it. Yeah, man. God, he must have made a fortune on this song. It's a good one, isn't it? It um, is. What, and the video is, for? if you haven't seen the video, it's just like, <laughs> I can do this with my hips. It's so sexy. Go and uh, well, find it. I will put it on the video playlist for our Patreoners. <laughs> I will watch it then. Just uh, I'm mean, gonna have that, have that, and Holly Valance. Oh my I'm god! I'm rubbing I'm gonna, my thighs I'm by the way. I'm gonna be busy. <laughs> oh biscuits! Oh, oh lordy, lordy me! Okay, well, what about I mean, you? What about you? Well, I have gone for a video that is very. It means a lot in our family, the video. The song means a lot in our family. Um, way back, well, it must have been 2000 and, what was it? 2007. 2007, 2012, 2012. Okay, I'm bored of an ear. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to work things out. Um, Grace Kelly by uh, Mika. Mika. That's, that's the song I've chosen. Right. Because back in 2007... I made a video with the, the kids uh, where they were in, acting out the song. And then 10 years later, I made a shot-for-shot shot remake with the kids. Oh, all grown so up. In t- so what are we in? So four years' time, we're going to do another one. So it'll be like 20 years. So where like my granddaughter was just a baby, so we like dangled her feet in one of the shots. Oh. And then she was... So she would have been seven or eight, maybe... In the, the remake. Oh, that's amazing. And then the very last shot is like all the grandkids come in in the second one. So it's going to be even more and they're going to be more grown up. And the, it's just going to be the fact of having like some of my daughters are going to be 30 plus yeah. <laughs> in age <laughs> for the, for the, you know, the, two, the 20, 27 version. Oh, I love it. Um, you have to twist their arm every time you want to remake. I mean, they didn't, they, they were, they were fine to do it. and they all I mean you can tell I, I again I'll put it up on the video playlist I will put that that video up as well because it is up on YouTube you can watch it um and it is just I, I I was editing the second version um in here and I was crying my eyes out because oh. it was like seeing my like kids being sort of quite little to being a little bit more grown up God knows what I'm going to be like in 2027 because they like you know uh, they've had the kids. The question is, has Mika seen it? I did. I did um, try and tag him in it, uh, but I never had any uh, thing. I mean, I think when I put it up, he blocked um, you. Stop yeah, probably. Me. Yeah, can you You're please stop using my? Yeah, stop using my song for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for just home videos, for goodness' sake, or pay me some money is probably what you wanted. Fair uh, but it's I mean, a great he's, tune. He's, He's gone on to write loads, loads of stuff for other people as well, hasn't he? But oh, yeah, he? what what an artist! He's like absolutely proper artist, isn't yeah. he? A great first album as well. I haven't heard any of the other albums, but that Life in Technicolor, his first album, 
um, with um, what was it? Big Girls was on there. Big Girls, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some really, really good tunes on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that that's the reason that I chose that one because it's just for more sentimental reasons. Alan um, Ian, Alan, the Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. Oh, and why is that Ian? Well, uh, thank you for asking. A soulful ballad that showcases Lewis's powerful vocals and emotive lyrics with a memorable melody that connects with listeners on an emotional level. Well, thank you for that, Alan. I think for... It's isn't it, this uh, AI? For 2008, 2009, you need to do his in Alan's voice, okay? (laughs) Okay, that's what you're going to say, as if Alan's actually here. So we'll do that. Okay, then, 2008 then, please, Faye. 2008, wow. You could have had Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon. That spent Mm -hmm. three weeks at number one. Girls Allowed the Promise. This has to be my favourite Girls Allowed song. That was only number one for a week, but none of those. I'm going for the Ting Tings, and that's not my name. Ooh, I love, okay. love, love the Ting Tings. It only spent number um, one week at number one. Um, I just loved how how much sort of energy and sound they created just two there's just two of them in the band wasn't there yeah um and it just it was a whole album of great pop tunes and then never heard from them ever again mm. makes you wonder if they won they made enough money that they wanted to make for that first album i thought ah let's not bother yeah. anymore <laughs> let's just not bother Let's go and retire in Bognoregis. We've we've made it. (laughs) But that song, I mean, even now, I think it's still used for like adverts now, isn't it? I'm sure I've heard one not long ago. But but just that one song, I bet they made a hell of a lot of money just on that one song. Yeah, cracking. What about you? What have you gone for? Uh, What did I go for? I've gone for someone that I would love to see live because I saw the video of them, I think it was Wembley or at um, Anfield, and it's pink. Um, and uh, so what is the song? Um, I didn't even realise until I was looking at this that that actually went to number one. Yeah, I didn't I know it's a, that. It's a great tune, and I don't know if you've seen her when she does this live when she's up on like the the wires. Yes, yeah. And just just you know flying across the stadium and going from like this little plinth to another little plinth and flying around. It's unbelievable. It's I mean, incredible artist. I was watching it and. I mean, I'm scared of heights, so I wouldn't do something like that. And there probably isn't wires strong enough to, to, to hold me to do but that. But if you think that was 20 years ago and the stuff that she's still doing now, you know, really scary stuff and yeah. really pushing herself to the limit and still making great pop tunes. Mm. She's not had a bad career, has she? Really? Not at all. Not at all, and she and I like it because she's got a bit of an edge to her. There's yes, yeah, you, you're yeah. sort of a little bit frightened of her. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And as much well, as she is still like talking about, you know, having fights and stuff. It's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. she's You'd she's be amazing. Right to be frightened of her. I yeah, think. she's amazing, but she she can handle herself. Do you know what I mean? She she can look after herself. She don't. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of her. That's for sure. So, Alan, what Alan. have you chosen? Alan, I can't do Alan's voice, but Alan Ian <laughs> is going for Viva La Vida by Coldplay, a genre-defined oh. rock track that features Coldplay's signature sound, driven by a memorable chorus and Chris Martin's emotive vocals. 
I'm going to say something hugely unpopular. I don't really like Coldplay. Okay. I don't think you're alone there. No. I think a lot of people either like them or or hate them. They don't sort of... They're not in the middle. This is it. You talked about Pink having the edge. For me, Coldplay, they're just too safe. There's There's nothing edgy about them for me. I like a little bit of, you know, dirt. <laughs> I don't know. It always sounds filthy um, when you say things like that. So you think that, like Chris Martin's, just got very well kept nails. You don't think yeah. there's any there's there's no scum under those nails, is there? None at all. There's no dead skin under those nails. There's no. no it's all his cuticles are perfect, and I'm that sure you know. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but yeah, I just. I want more sort of tortured souls, really. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. That's nothing wrong with that. I agree with that. So my two did I say my two thousand and eight? I did, didn't I? Yeah, I did. I was going to go with oh, mine is Coldplay, but I've already <laughs> said mine, so I'm going to get get away with that again. Okay, then two thousand and nine. Then we're at the last one. Faye. Oh my goodness! Oh. <sighs> Right, I haven't decided yet, so can you convince me? Okay. Well, here are the choices from four tracks. David Guetta featuring Kelly Rowland, When Love Takes Over, spent a week at number one. Dizzy Rascal featuring Armand Van Helden, Bonkers. The Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling, that was at number one for a week. And Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name. So this was a re-release, wasn't it? Spent number one um, in 2009. Um, so it spent a week at number one in 2009. Yeah, uh, that was, wasn't that the one that was the... That it was, was the, the Christmas special, wasn't it? The yes, Christmas, to try yeah. and stop X Factor from being at number that one. So they they yeah. released it, yeah. I mean, I loved, love, love that first time around. So maybe I should discount it because it's already had its moment of glory not sure black eyed peas i've got a feeling i mean that is just you hear it at a party on the dance floor and it's like yes um bonkers was a great tune you know never heard anything like that before and then when love takes over that's just that's great as well so i don't know what have you gone for? Help me, well, man. Help I, me. I mean, I've not gone for any of those. Uh, oh, I've okay. gone. I've gone for uh, Lady Gaga and uh, Just Dance. I've gone from that's the one I've gone for. Um, I wasn't a massive Lady Gaga fan. I must admit until I watched Star Is Born for a start. Yeah. Uh, and then I started delving into a lot of her stuff and realised just how talented she is. And what an amazing... I think the trouble was there was a lot of baggage when she first hit the scene because there was a whole thing about she used to be a man and all that that was like the thing that sort of like... I don't know whether she started that or whether someone started that and it sort of like was something that... It was a way of getting her known. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think her her music ended up... a bit of a distraction. Yeah. Her music ended up being like, sort of like, I'm not going to listen to the music because I don't... This all just seems like it's all put on, it's all fake... But then when you start listening to her stuff and then she did the Super Bowl um, halftime show one year and it was just amazing. It was just like the fact that someone can dance like that and sing at the same time. And she's not like Britney where Britney is lip syncing to the songs. Like she's dancing and singing live, Mm -hmm. which is, again, 
unbelievable if you can do that. But then, yeah, I mean, I haven't picked any Lady Gaga tracks from from the noughties, but she had quite a few number ones. Yeah, um, but they just so happened to be in the the same year that I've got you know um, a, f- a favorite track. But yeah, she she's brilliant and she's still going, isn't she? She is. And I think people realise that she had she had uh, longevity. Um, she had talent. She can act as well. Did you see her in the House of Gucci? I, mean, I haven't I seen that yet, no, but I heard that she was really, really good in it. Yeah. Yeah. And what a voice. And, you know, she can write music and she's really, really talented and she's got depth as well. She's a proper mm. artiste. And she's going to be Harley Quinn in the sequel <sighs> to the, jo- in the Joker. Wow. Movie. Yeah, which is going to be a, a, a musical. I don't know if you heard that. But yeah. I didn't know that. There you go. It's going to be a musical. Which, this uh, is an educational and informative <laughs> podcast as well. Is. Is. It is. <laughs> we, we still need your 2009. Uh, so, Faye, you need to make a decision. Oh, well, can I'll, I'll tell you Alan Ian's and then I'll... Go on then. Give us Alan Ian's. So he's gone for Beat Again by JLS. Ooh, a right. catchy and upbeat pop and R&B track that features JLS's signature sound and a memorable chorus driven by the group's, I was going to say, tight trousers. That <laughs> <laughs> tight harmonies and upbeat energy. It probably is driven by their tight trousers as well. That's how they get to those high notes. Can you remember how that one goes? Um, no. Uh, uh, what is it called? Beat, beat again, is it called? What is it called? Beat again, yeah. Beat again. Never gonna beat again. Beat again. That's definitely a JLS song, but I don't know whether it's called Beat Again. There you go, you got it right. And I've got it in the right key as well. You pretty much. Yeah, you pretty much did. Well done. Oh no, well what done. am I gonna go for number but one? But you still right? haven't yeah, you still gotta pick your own song <laughs> You're really trying to give yourself as much time as you can. You know what? You're not gonna choose any of them, are you? You're gonna choose I'm something gonna go else. For Rage Against the Machine. Are you? Yeah, I don't care if they've had previous past glory. I, no, don't, I don't think, think it think... got to number one before. I it's don't such think... a brilliant song. They played it on Radio One quite recently, and I just Turned it right up. Did it's you? Such a good song. Yeah, again, I don't know much of their stuff, I have to admit. I think it's probably the only one I really know. I mean, Tom Morello is the guitarist, isn't he? And mm. I've seen him uh, I've seen him play with Bruce Springsteen on a couple of songs live. Um, and he's amazing on the guitar. He makes that guitar sound like a machine gun sometimes. That's it's crazy. Or like he does like the scratching, like a, I don't know what you call What do you youngsters call it? I don't know. <laughs> I oh. see they with their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Imagine Uncle Bert doing that. Uh, with playing with his teeth. Oh, dear me. Oh, uh, so there, there you go. go. There you go. Well done. I'm glad you thought you sort of decided that. And it doesn't matter if it's already been in the charts. It doesn't matter. Um, you got that. I better write that down so I know what it was. Killing in the name of. Yeah. Well done. Well. Done. That was really hard. I thought, like I say, I thought crisps were hard, but this. 
I'm telling you, you know, I mean, there, there isn't an easy thing for this top 10. It's always no. it's always tough to sort of work it out. Um, I think people are going to be more judgmental, though, with these songs. Crisp, it's like, wow, well, I don't, don't really care. Yeah, I? but like Those you said, crisps, music but... is subjective. That's the yeah. thing. And I've found, one, the, the beauty I find with doing music top 10s is that I start, I find out about other music that I didn't know or I hadn't listened to or songs that I did know, but I I thought, oh my God, I haven't heard that one for ages. So I'm going to yeah. stick that one on a playlist and stick that one on a playlist. That's a lot of the, the beauty of doing these. But you're not wrong and and no one else is, is wrong as well. That was your top 10. It's what you wanted. Thanks, so Pavo. Stuff everybody else. Yeah. Matter, does it? <laughs> even, even Alan. I mean, I, I mean, Alan had... <laughs> Alan had Bob the Builder though, for goodness' sake. That I mean, was he, he had a bad start. Alan had a yeah. bad start, but yeah, Bob I must admit, builder. I must admit, he's got a couple of good tunes in there. I he mean, has got a you know, this is the future. This is worrying. I mean, it's going to take over journalism. They'll be writing gift cards for Mothering Sunday. It's yeah, wow. There's, I mean, there's so much AI stuff going on. There's an actual. I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about I can't remember what it's called. No nothing anywhere or something and it's a it's an ai chat thing nothing anywhere something like that it is but what they're doing is they're basically doing seinfeld right but it's ai robots chatting to each other and it is 24 hours a day Oh, Diamond, it just... sounds like your podcast, mate. Your <laughs> they, are just, they are just making it up as they go, and, they, and, and they're, they've got hundreds of thousands of followers. And is it good? No, it's not good at all. <laughs> they played a little bit of it, and, and where it's supposed to be funny, the AI think it's funny, obviously, but yeah. they're, they're doing all their algorithms or whatever, but it's not funny, but loads of people are watching it. Yeah. They're not necessarily watching it for 24 hours, but... What will they think of next is what I say. Um, before we uh, before we do anything else, let's go through our honourable mentions. At John Loves 4EK said, Sound of the Underground is the first which jumps to mind. At Mickey L.A. Harrison, Eminem, The Real Slim Shady. Mm. Uh, and honourable mentions to Streets, Dry Your Eyes, Black Eyed Peas, Where Is the Love, and Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire. Uh, Dan the Man Harper said, Rage Against the Machine's cover of Ghost of Tom Joad. This is... Uh, uh, one of our American friends. There is just something about it that gets me to, in the heart. I can't explain it, but I absolutely love it. I've seen the live version of that. That is amazing. Uh, at and why not pod said again, as we're a movie pod, we'll go with three songs that went to movies because it wasn't a great decade for move, decade for movie songs. Getting to number one, all saints, pure shores, the beach, Eminem, lose yourself, eight mile, uh, Michael Andrews featuring Gary Jules, mad world, Donnie Darko. At so token, two out of three of those. I two picked. out of three. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you. At Token Nerd said Sonic, it feels so good. Kylie spinning around. All Saints, Black Coffee, Daniel Beddingfield, got to get through this. Liberty X, just a little. Elvis versus JLX, a little less conversation. Stereophonics, Dakota, Gorillas Dare, Mint Royale singing in the rain, and take that greatest day. And at Burnley One, it has to be Poker Face. More ideas and invention than some albums. Mm. So there you go. Faye, we've done it. Yay! We've done it. Yes. And Alan's done it. Don't and forget Alan. Let's not forget Alan. I he hope you and Alan are going to be very, very happy together. Thank you. We're going to make lovely little computer babies together. <laughs> weird. Um, I've really enjoyed it. And it's been lovely, lovely to see your lovely It's been again. lovely to see you too, Faye. It's, it's, I mean, I don't care what the top 10 is. 
We just yeah. want to keep doing top tens with you, if that's okay. That is because absolutely it's just, fine. I'll think of some more to talk we'll, about. We'll we'll sort something out. Um, everybody else, I mean, I keep forgetting the bits that Neil's supposed to do. Um, go to the patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods you get all the gubbins there uh facebook instagram top 10 pods youtube top 10 pods and all that stuff so once again thank you very much Faye. thank you very much everybody for watching neil keep that foot up and let's go start the countdown 10 9 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.